Hey guys, this is Alana Terry, and you are listening to the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. We just wrapped up Season 5, so there are now five full and complete Christian Fiction audiobooks that you can listen to when you go back to our previous episodes. We're going to be starting Season 6 real soon, and if you want to vote on which audiobook that's going to be, you can join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Terry. For as low as $3 a month, you get to be in our community, you get free audiobooks, free ebooks, and you get to vote on what's coming up. And all the money that our patrons earn goes directly to Liberty in North Korea and their underground railroad for refugees. So it's a great way not only to get Christian fiction ebooks and audiobooks, but to also support an amazing organization. So voting is open now at patreon.com slash Terry. For our members there and over the next couple days while we wait for the votes to come in before we start season six I'm going to be releasing our quarantine diaries these are videos that I'm doing in our Facebook group the Christian Fiction Book Lounge and I'm going to be talking about different characters of mine some trivia about them as well as what each of them will be doing during this pandemic when they can't go anywhere and how they're spending their time so you can join our Facebook group by searching for the Christian Fiction Book Lounge Facebook group. And now here is today's episode of the Quarantine Diaries. Hey guys, Alana Terry here. You're listening to day two of our Quarantine Diaries. This is just a fun way for us to stay connected and foster a sense of community while we are all hunkered down. I hope that you are safe and healthy and well provided for right now. And I'm really, really excited about today's topic because I'm going to be telling you some about my all-time favorite character that's ever showed up in any of my books. And I'll give you a couple teasers as well about my upcoming book. Make sure to RSVP to join the party that's going to be happening in our Facebook group. That is the Christian Fiction Book Lounge on Facebook in a week. We are going to be doing a launch party for this new thriller that I've got coming out. I'm so excited. I've been dropping a few hints about it, and I can't wait to share this book with you. And I'm really excited about our party, too. If you've never been to a virtual party, we're just going to do some fun games, chats, discussions, getting to know you. And there's going to be lots of giveaways and prizes. So go ahead and join us. You have to join the Facebook group first. And again, that is the Christian Fiction Book Lounge on Facebook. So I like starting these videos with letting you guys know something that I'm thankful for. Right now, I'm thankful that my husband is still able to go to work. It's on a shortened basis. He goes into the office in the morning and then does some work from home in the afternoons and takes calls and things like that. So my husband, Scott, is a he works in the foster care world, and so his job is to oversee, license foster parents, provide them the support that they need, things like that. I'm just so thankful that he is able to continue to work and that he's also able to go into the office for just a little bit. I know that's that's been really good for him to just get out of the house and things like that. So that is what I'm thankful for today. I hope that wherever you are, you are finding things to be thankful for. Now I get to tell you who my all time favorite 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 character is i don't know if any of you have made guesses yet but i am talking about wung who is a spunky little boy who shows up in the book flower swallow this is one of my north korea books and flower swallow is wung telling his story about how he survived the famine of north korea he survived homelessness all kinds of things ended up eventually getting adopted by a family in the states 
and I don't want to give too many spoilers, but this family in the States does appear in many of my other books. And so we get to see Woong kind of growing up a little bit. So in Flower Swallow, he's maybe around like third, fourth grade or so by the time we see him in later books, like he's in junior high. So he's he's for sure growing up, which totally breaks my heart because he's such a fun little kid. I had so much fun writing his book. It was an experience like no other, like it really just everything just um, was one of the quickest books I've written and for sure just one of the most inspiring to me personally. Like I just couldn't get enough of Woong. And I know that people who have read his book or have met him in some of the other stories feel the same way. He's just, he's a lovable, spunky kid. He's gone through crazy hardships and is still just the most endearing, mischievous little boy in the world who is now growing into a big boy, which like I said, it breaks my heart. It's really hard to see Woong growing up. So I don't know what I'm gonna do when it comes time to like have him graduate or things like that. I might just have to kind of keep him fictionally young forever. I don't know how that would work. But if you have not read Flower Swallow, that is his kind of introductory book. Although kind of quick trivia, he's mentioned in the book Torn Asunder, which came before Flower Swallow. He's mentioned kind of in passing. And like I said, after he gets adopted by this family in the States, he shows up quite a bit because his family is sort of a recurring set of characters. So I've got my list of icebreaker questions to help you get to know Wung better. But first I want to address the question, what would Wung be doing during this quarantine? So Wung has spent some time as a homeschooled kid and some time in public school. And so he's a little bit used to being homeschooled at least. And so his mother is very disciplined and organized and pragmatic. So Wung is doing like six hours of worksheets and dittos and reading assignments and writing assignments every day. That's what he's doing. And I think to have fun, his parents, I'm going to guess, again, this is all just kind of in my mind. None of this is official. I'm going to guess his parents are going to become a little bit more lenient and allow him to do FaceTime with his friends. They're very, very strict. And his his parents are actually kind of grandparent age by now. And so they don't, especially for that reason, allow him much technology access. But because of the lockdown, because Woom is so social, I'm going to assume that they're going to be a little bit more lax and allow him to do like daily FaceTime videos with some of his friends from school so that he doesn't feel too lonely. So that's what I picture Woom doing right now. So here's a perfect icebreaker question from Woong from my list. It says, when do you get angry? And like I said, Woong is so just happy-go-lucky and spunky. Like he doesn't, he doesn't get angry in like the typical way that you might think like, you know, throwing fits and things like that. But he for sure hates bullies. You'll read about the kid at school that he has trouble with in Flower Swallow. He hates bullies. I would say that's probably what gets him the most angry. And I would say also what gets him annoyed is just how strict his parents are. They come across at least to him as very, very strict, especially when he compares them to some of the parents of his peers. So the next icebreaker question that came up, this is so perfect for Woong. It says, tell us about something beautiful. So Woong has had this like adorable little girl crush on a little girl in his class from like basically day one that he arrived in the States. 
and met her. Her name is Becky. She's a cute little blonde girl with dimples and like curly hair. And he never really uses the word crush, but it's very clear from his end. Like if you told him when well, you've got a crush on this girl, he'd be like, no, that's gross. He adores her and he thinks that she is beautiful. And really the reason for that, it's not because of the like beautiful curly hair or anything like that. It's because she was the one classmate who was really nice to him when he started school. So he arrived at the States, not knowing English, having gone through so many traumatic experiences, having trouble with bullies at school. And Becky was the one person who befriended him. So in his mind, she is like the most beautiful angelic creature that can ever be imagined. So that was, that was a very easy icebreaker question for Wung. So let's give him one more question. This one says, tell about a funny experience. Wung has lots of funny things happen to him. And sometimes what I'll do is I'll take funny stories that my kids have done or that I've heard of my friend's kids doing. And I'm like, we have to make Wung do that. Like, especially early on, like within his first year or two in the States, he would get his words wrong. And so his dad was diagnosed with diabetes and Wung kept thinking the word was anchovies, which is really funny because when my husband was diagnosed with diabetes, our youngest son got the word confused and called it anchovies. So that was one of his funny stories. I also heard a funny story about a friend of mine whose kid took an egg from the fridge and thought that if they just kept it under their bed, that it would eventually hatch into a baby chicken. And it like stayed there for months and of course got like really rotten and gross. I forget which book, but I, I do believe I mentioned that in one of the books, but to be honest, I can't even remember which one it is right now. But yeah, Wung's always having funny things happen. One of, one of the funny things that I love, I love his dialogue with his teacher in Flower Swallow. So the entire book of Flower Swallow, it's basically Wung's school assignment where he's writing to his teacher to tell his teacher about his past and his history. And he comes up with just some funny ways to explain things. And he gives his teacher funny suggestions. Like he doesn't think that his teacher knows what bad words are. So he offers to like spell them out for her so that she can get kids in trouble if they say these bad words. He says really cute things to his teacher. And to be honest, like Flower Swallow is the one book of mine that I will regularly go back and reread. Most of the time I'll write a book, I'll publish a book, and then I'm like that book's out of my head. <laughs> like there are some books, if you ask me to like name the main character, like I'd have to really think hard and maybe not even get it. Um, because once I write it, I'm just so ready to move on to the next project, but Flower Swallow and Wound, like I go back to that probably about once a year and I'll either reread it or re-listen to the audiobook version of it. And embarrassing to admit, but Wound still makes me kind of giggle every so often with the just funny ways that he describes things. So now we're going to move on to the section where I take questions that you guys have submitted to me that you want to know about my writing process or things like that. So this question says, how long does it take to write a novel? It's a perfect question for right now because the, um, the answer is going to vary so much depending. So I'll give you both extremes. So the book Slave Again was one of the longest books. It took me probably about a year from the time I wrote the first draft when I published it. However, I might have actually just broken that record because the book that I'm launching at the end of April, I started two Januarys ago. So we're almost to a full year and a half for that one. So the books that take me a lot longer, sometimes what happens is I just get stuck on something. Sometimes I get stuck in the editing process. That's what happened with the book that I'm about to release. There are quite a few different characters and kind of interweaving all of their storylines became sort of tricky in the editing stage. 
So I would say that the longest books have taken me like over a year, but that's not like I'm working on it every single day. What that usually means is like, I'll write some and then I'll just get stuck and have to step away sometimes for months. That's not as normal. I would say my average is maybe like four to six weeks to write the first draft. And then I usually give myself some time off from it. And then, you know, another couple of weeks for all the editing and things like that. I have done some books that have come out more quickly. Like I mentioned, Flower Swallow was one of the fastest books just because Wu's personality took over the book so quickly. So at least at that point, this was the fastest book I had written. And I think it took me like 10 days start to finish. I think I've done a couple novellas in less time than that by now. Like every so often I can finish a book like within a, a five day work week, but those are usually shorter novella kinds of things. Like I said, my average is probably about four weeks, uh, maybe six weeks, but that doesn't necessarily mean like I'm writing for the exact same amount of time every single day. Sometimes I do need to take a couple days off to work through a plot point, things like that. So it does vary a lot. And it actually makes planning my writing schedule a little tricky because I never know exactly how long it's going to take. So thanks guys for sending in your questions. It's really fun to um, just get to know each other a little bit better through these videos and things like that. And now I get to give you another teaser. So yesterday I kind of dropped a tiny, tiny, tiny teaser letting you know something about the book that's about to release today. I'll tell you one more teaser and that is that Woong, it does appear in this book and he is already getting ready to start high school. So like I said, he is growing up fast, breaks my heart. He's getting ready to start high school. And the girl Becky that I mentioned that was so kind to him when they first met plays a big role in this book too. So just another little hint of a teaser. Make sure if you want more information about this novel as soon as it's kind of publicly announced that you sign up for our book launch party at the Christian Fiction Book Lounge on Facebook. And let's close our time together with another word of prayer today. God, it's so fun to do these videos. It's so fun to have this community of readers. And I just thank you for the way that you are providing for the needs of every single one here. And I ask that you would continue to just provide our daily bread, give us the peace and strength we need for today and give us hope and courage to face the future. And I just want to thank you so much for the chance to write these books and for these readers who read these books. And I pray especially for people who are going to be reading this newest book coming out that they would feel encouraged and blessed and inspired by you. Amen. All right, guys, this wraps up another day and we'll talk to you again soon.